0: albanian albanian's hypnosis etc and i'm here doing a new series with penny about frequently asked questions and we try to have a little bit of fun with it while we're at it so here we go how you doing penny what are we going to do today Uh, i'm doing
1: great um i'm thinking well i'm a board certified hypnotist been doing this for eight years and i want us to get into how will i know i'm hypnotized
0: how do i know I love that question because it depends what you mean. I like that. that Depends. That means just slightly more complicated than you'd first think. Okay. This is one of the ways you can tell if you're with a really, really good hypnosis professional. All right. Because in my first session with every client, I make sure they know they're hypnotized. Now here because this is interesting people come in with preconceptions of what hypnosis would feel like right and if you meet those expectations they go after the session they go oh gosh i was so deep so hypnotized right and if you don't they go i don't know if i was hypnotized right and here's here's some news hypnosis doesn't feel like anything hypnosis is a heightened state of suggestibility What does that mean? That means you will feel like whatever was suggested. Okay. So like, for example, in hypnosis, I might, the hypnotist might go, now you are stiff and rigid, like a bar of steel, stiff and rigid, like a bar of steel. And if you feel stiff and rigid, like a bar of steel, then hypnosis feels like being stiff and rigid, like a bar of steel. And if the hypnotist gives you suggestions like, and now you're going so deeply relaxed, as if your body was asleep, and your mind was awake and focused and relaxed. Well, now hypnosis feels like you're asleep. Okay. Hypnosis is not sleep. I said feels like sleep, right? So you cannot, as a client, know if you're hypnotized, unless the hypnotist does what's called an overt depth test. Okay, so a hypnosis has different levels it's it's got hypnoidal light medium threshold of somnambulism somnambulism and profound somnambulism and each one of those have depth tests, some of them are overt, which means Obvious, you would know that they're that you're being tested, and the other ones are covert, which uh, hypnotists will use so that you can they can test to see what level your hypnosis. And what's really good about covert testing is some people are just overly compliant, and they will and they will just follow instructions and not really experience the effect of the suggestion so well-trained hypnotists will do a depth test for a deep level of hypnosis covertly and another thing is probably half the population if they know they're being tested for something they get nervous right so if you slide in a covert test then they don't get nervous you get an honest response as to how hypnotized they are then once you know they're in a deep level, then you can give them a a test that they can recognize as having either passed or failed. Okay. So now we make sure they don't fail because we, we will, what we will test covertly for a deep level. And then we then will give them a overt test for a lighter level. You want to give them an example of what one of those tests might be uh, and what we call those tests.
1: Uh, yeah, so a covert test that we use often is amnesia by suggestion. Mm-hmm. And that way we know that the client has reached a level where they're definitely going to pass that lighter test. And that lighter test that we as five pathers use is eye lock or eye catalepsy. And so if the client has passed the covert test, they will pass the overt test of eye catalepsy. And we call that a convincer rather than a test because we're doing it solely for the purpose for the client to know that it is working. Hypnosis is working. They are accepting the suggestions. And that in and of itself deepens that hypnotic state even further.
0: That's the bonus. Yes. Excellent. So when we, Why do we want people to be aware that they were actually hypnotized? Well, there's some reasons why it's good for the client. And there's some reasons why it's good for the hypnotist. All right. Like if if someone worked at my center as a hypnotist, I have a rule. You will go for eyelid catalepsy with every single client. And the reason I do that is both for the client and for the business and for the, and the hypnotist because most people when they, they tell somebody that they're going to go see the hypnotist and some people tell a lot of people i'm going to go see the hypnotist for example one of my favorite clients is like the person who does hair it could be a cosmetologist, hair person, or a barber. Because what do they do all day long? You know? And so that, say the barber is going to go to see the hypnotist, you know, quit smoking or something, right? And the next time every client, he says, I'm going to go see a hypnotist. I've decided it's time for me to quit smoking. Or it's time for me to lose weight. I want to get rid of my fear of this. Or I want to pass my exam for the bar or whatever it is, right? And so the next the next week, everybody's saying, so did you go to the hypnotist? Did you go to the hypnotist? Did you go to the-? I mean, you know, 20 times a day for a week, that's like a hundred people and 70 people to be exact. But anyway, <laughs> what happens is I want to give that person something to talk about. I don't want their, their clients to start coming into them, that barber, or that cosmetologist, that hair person, Right, or eschatologist skin person, something like that. Right, going well, I don't know if I was hypnotized, I felt relaxed. I want them to go, Wow, yeah, this hypnotist was great. Once they got me in hypnosis, they locked my eye down, eyelids down so tight that I couldn't open. Okay, and here's an insider tip if I got one of those persons who has a wide area of influence like that i'll give them two tests i'll give the eyelid catalepsy and arm catalepsy arm is stiff and rigid like a bar of steel you can't lower it so that when they get asked "Were you hypnotized?" see the funny thing is they don't care if their barber or their hair person or their eschatologist or whatever actually got anything out of it did they did you stop smoking did you lose weight they don't care they want to know the cool thing did you get hypnotized? Because that's the cool thing. Right. And you want to say, oh man, it was great. And, go, and then what happens is all those different clients will go, who is this person you went to see? All right. I've had people literally, no exaggeration, fly past a thousand hypnotists to come see me because I locked the eyelids down eyelid catalepsy of their mother, mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, lover, and they know that I'm for real, and they don't know if anybody else around them is, right, and so that's for me that I would do eyelid catalepsy at convincers. It's for the client, because as Penny said, it's a deepener. Once they realize that they've been hypnotized, that they are in hypnosis, that takes them even deeper into hypnosis. And so then they can accept the suggestions even more powerfully than before. What do you think there's about that?
1: There's one piece. I, exactly. And there's one piece you didn't mention. Oh, it, let me, it, they become hopeful. They become hopeful it's going to work.
0: That's right. That's really, really good. The, what everybody comes in a little bit depressed about the whole thing. Right. And they're a little bit afraid that they're not going to be able to do it. And you can give them the very best pre-talk in the world. Hypnosis scientifically validated, and I've got this certification. I got that certification. And they may even know that their mother, father, sister, brother, cousin has been hypnotized and quit smoking, lose weight, whatever it is, but they're afraid of what it's
1: not going to work for them.
0: That's right. They're not going to be able to do it. Right. So when you boom lock those eyelids down and get that arm catalepsy, they're like, yes. And now they can just, they have full f- hypnosis is a confidence game. All right. They need to have confidence in hypnosis. They need to have confidence in you as the hypnosis professional. And then they have to have hypno- confidence in themselves, the pre-talk and credentials. That's, confidence in hypnosis, confidence in, in the hypnotist. And then finally, when they get that eye lock, it's like, yes, I can do it. And, and with that confidence, I say hypnosis, is a confidence game. If you don't have their confidence, there's no game. All right. Anything else you want to add, Penny? My just one
1: single last comment is that hypnosis is not relaxation. So that is not an accurate measure. Of the state of
0: mind at all, right, right. Yeah. Um, my students have seen me shout to people into hypnosis. They've seen me use their anger or sadness to trigger hypnosis. Okay, now the most comfortable way is is relaxation, but relaxation is the doorway that we that we use to get into the mental state. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, you want to wrap it up.
1: Absolutely. Again, I'm Penny. You can find more about me at pennychason.com. You can see my training schedule there and back to you, Cal.
0: All right. Well, Thanks you guys for watching. Hey, you know, if if you're on a place where you could leave a like or a thumbs up or share, go ahead and do that. It really helps us to get our mission complete. And that is educating the public on hypnosis and hypnotherapy. In the meantime, I'm Cal Banyan, go to calbanyan.com. And on there is my training schedule. It's over 600 hypnosis videos on every topic you can want. It's practically a real PhD in hypnosis and hypnotherapy. All right, that's it. Cal Banyan signing off.